legends of the game have come away without a major honour to their name. In this episode, I will be ranking the top 10 current players without a major honour to their name. So, the criteria for this one, I have counted the Nations League as a major honour, so there's a lot of great French and Portuguese players that have been ruled out because of that. I've counted all league titles and cups, but I've not counted any sort of version of the Charity Shield, Super Copper, anything like that, or any second-tier league trophy or the playoffs as a major trophy either. So if we get into the 10, at number 10, I've gone with Angelino. Left-back at Leipzig, can also play in midfield. Every time I watch this guy play, I just wonder why Man City got rid of him, really. would have been a great backup. To Cancelo or, or maybe starting when Cancelo's at right back for both Leipzig and PSV he's established himself as one of the best fullbacks in whether it's the Bundesliga or Eredivisie and he must be on the verge of a Spain call up very soon Angelino he did win the Community Shield actually with City three years ago but as I said that doesn't count and he wasn't part of that Premier League winning squad from the year before in 2019 as that was his year at PSV. At number nine, I've gone with Luis Muriel. So, Muriel has been a thorn in Serie A defences for a number of years now. And I think he's a bit of a football manager legend as well. And, you know, he's hopped about the league a little bit, gone to a few teams before finding a home in Atalanta where I think he's settled and he's scoring more than ever and playing better than he's ever played in his whole career, really. Muriel will often get goals off the bench, got a bit of a reputation as a bit of a super sub. But yeah, he can sure score. He's got 40 goals in his last two seasons at Atlanta. And he was part of Colombia's golden generation, really, which got to the quarterfinals at the World Cup in 2014. And they reached their highest ever world ranking of number three in the mid-2010s as well. At the age of 30... Muriel is on the older side of players on this list and I think it is a bit difficult to see him winning anything in his time in Italy but as many South American players do I can see a return to his native Colombia on the horizon in a few years and maybe that's actually his best chance of silverware. At number eight another Serie A player there's a few on this list it's Frank Kessie. So Kessie has been thought of as one of the best midfielders in Serie A for quite a while and he's constantly been linked with a move away to one of the big six Premier League clubs but you know Kessie plays for a massive club itself in AC Milan and he's been unlucky it's not really been his fault that AC Milan have not been to their normal standards these last few years they're actually in their biggest trophy drought since before World War Two, so over 70 years ago Kessie He's an all-action midfielder, 
puts in a lot of tackles, does quite a lot of the defensive work in that midfield too for Milan. And he also chips in with goals because he is on penalties every so often as well. Kessie's 25, so he's got time on his side. And he's got to be confident of bringing back the glory years to Milan as they are on a bit of an upwards trajectory now. And Ivory Coast as well, he plays for them. They're one of the top sides in Africa. So, yeah, he'll be hoping to get an AFCON before he retires as well. At number seven, yet another Serie A player. And this is the first player on the list that I'm very confident will have a major honour to his name in the next year. And that is Robin Gersons. So Gersons has recently joined Inter Milan from Atalanta. He's a wonderful attacking fullback, which in the Atalanta system, he'd be absolutely thriving in as well. Yeah, we saw it in full display at the Euros for Germany, especially against Portugal, just going up and down that left touchline over and over again. He's been playing in the Champions League and Europa League for five seasons now. But for all the plaudits that Atalanta have received, they are just that nearly men of Italian football. No trophies to go with that great football. But I think Gerson's has got to be favourite now to be getting that Serie A title with Inter Milan, who he's joined online. And number six is Wout Weghorst, the big man, the big man that's just signed for Burnley. Weghorst has consistently been getting around 20 goals in the Bundesliga for quite a few years now. And he's finally getting that international recognition as well making his way into the starting lineup for the Netherlands. He's six foot six, physically imposing striker, great in the air, really good finisher as well. I cannot believe that Burnley managed to get this guy, especially when you've got a size like Arsenal crying out for another striking option. But yeah, I think Burnley's really going to suit him actually with the amount of balls that they get into the box. And you've got to think now that Vegas is probably going to be on this list for quite a while as I can't see him getting a major trophy with Burnley. His best chance now is probably on the international stage rather than the club stage. At number five, a former teammate of their course at Wolfsburg, Victor Osman. Osman didn't quite have a good time at Wolfsburg, but when he went to Lille, that was really when he broke out. He got one in two there and he'd earned himself a massive move to Napoli, 70 million euros they paid for him to become one of the most expensive African players of all time. And he seems to be growing with age at Napoli, getting better and better year after year. And he's now one of the most desirable strikers in Europe, always linked with big transfers to various teams. Yeah, and he's really starting to make a name for himself in Serie A as one of the best strikers in that league. So... The future is very bright for this player. At number four, and I'm very confident this list will be out of date very soon, but I've got to include him. As for now, he doesn't have a major runner, and that is Jack Grealish. The most expensive player on this list, the £100 million man. There's certainly some questions to be asked about the fee that Man City paid for him, but Grealish has shown over the last couple of years he's one of the best ball carriers about. He's the type of player that gets crowds off their feet and yeah when he was at Villa head and shoulders above his teammates and they were like a real Jekyll and Hyde team last season when he was in the side they were looking like top four contenders when he was injured and out of the side 
they were looking like they were battling relegation. That is the impact that Grealish had on that Villa side. And whilst he's not having that same impact at City, there's no denying that he's a top, top player. At number three, another Englishman, Declan Rice. Now, Rice is playing very, very well this year. He's definitely got a shout at being one of the best midfielders in the Premier League this season and actually probably one of the best in Europe. You take Rice away from West Ham and they're not nearly as good the team as they are with him. Great leadership at such a young age. He's been fantastic defensively for a while, but he's really adding them attacking elements to his game now over the past 12 months, getting a few more shots in the box and dribbling a lot more and yeah, improving his passing as well. Rice is a top, top player and yeah, if West Ham can keep hold of him for the next few years, they've done very, very well for themselves. And number two, one of the most publicised players when you talk about players that haven't won a major trophy in their career, and that is Kyung Ming's son. Son is going to go down as one of the best wingers in Premier League history. He's sort of a hybrid, really, of a, a winger, but he can also play up front in a two, devastating on the counter. Very good finisher off both feet as well. And, yeah, he's just got one of the best partnerships I think the league's ever seen with Harry Kane. Son's been hitting some really good numbers for a number of years now, but particularly last season. He just went a bit super saiyan and scored loads of goals and really carried Tottenham with Kane that year. And he's doing the same this year. He's been their best attacking player by a distance this season. Son does have an Asian Games trophy to his name, but this is technically a youth tournament, so I'm not going to count this one either as a major honour. So Son is number two, and his teammate Harry Kane is number one. Whenever people talk about Harry Kane, they talk about the goals, the assists, the playmaking, but they also talk about the lack of a trophy. Now, he's not only the best player currently without a major runner, but I think he's got to go down as one of the best players in history to not win a major runner. He's already in the top seven Premier League goal scorers in history, and you would expect him to be at number five by the end of the season. Much was made of that move to City that fell through, but you may have to trade that and almost guarantee trophies at Man City for being a bit of an immortal figure at Tottenham. He's not a million miles off Jimmy Greaves' club record now, and he's also not that far off the England goals record. And actually, England is potentially where he lifts his first bit of silverware. Of course, he was very close last summer at the Euros, and with England having a young squad and doing so well in the last couple of tournaments, they've got to be one of the favourites for Qatar. So, yeah, who knows? Kane may be off this list by the end of the year for a country honour. Let's see. And that rounds off the list and that ends the podcast. Thank you for listening. And of course, remember to keep it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cheese. 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 No, 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 no.